friends of my bedroom and beyond, welcome to Finding Dick. A show celebrating being single, documenting the highs and the lows, the trials and the tribulations, the quest to finding one's other hole, or holes, if you know what I mean. Hey friends, how are we all doing in these crusty, crusty streets? No, I'm going to be positive. I really hope that we are all doing well. I hope that we are all staying safe and sane in these very, very strange times, because I know it's hard out here for literally everyone on this planet right now. But all is not lost. There is a silver lining. And that silver lining is this magical, magical conversation I was able to have with my very, very special guest on this episode. Guys, I am 99.999% confident that this episode will not only spark joy in your lives, but it will also impact your perspective and get you thinking deeper about this very life that we are living right about now. So I was joined by a truly amazing guest, the Oprah of our generation, as I've decided to call her. And I was able to have a really, really cool conversation that I really hope that you're gonna love as much as I did. So whether you are finding dick or have found dick or don't even care about dick, with a H, not a K, this conversation is for you. But before we get into all that, here come the plugs. Add us on Instagram, at finding dick and my personal instagram at daisy chaku and of course at transmission roundhouse at transmission underscore r h did you do it no I, d- I don't think you did it wait let me just come back did you do it now yeah okay cool let's get into the d discussion tiwa welcome to finding dick Thank you for having me. It's very exciting. <laughs> uh, tell the people who you are if they don't know. Okay. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Tiwa Lola Ogunlesi, but you can call me Tiwa for short. Um, I am a confidence coach, a speaker, and I am the founder of Confident and Killing It. Confident and Killing It is a self-love revolution that wakes women up to their worth so they can be confident, unstoppable, and really just live the life that they truly desire. So my mission is really to wake women up, to help them overcome fear and insecurity so that they can really just live to their fullest potential. I I went to one of your um, events and honestly, and look, I've got my um, pop thingy here. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I really really loved it, and I think it was great because I went to the relationship one. Like, what was it? What was the, um, the name of the event called? Yeah, it was relationships: the good, the bad, the complex. Yeah, it was per- it was actually perfect. I left there like I'm inspired. I can. <laughs> oh, I, thought, I thought that you would be perfect for this episode because, like, usually I start off this episode. Um, asking the guest if they have if they are finding dick but today is not about that today is about <laughs> finding dick as it relates to the self yeah. and I feel like you yeah. you're perfect for this yeah um, and I was a bit shocked when you reached out to me because I was like honey <laughs> I'm not searching for anything over here but you know <laughs> no, I think I get it but in this context I yeah, yeah. perfect for it 
So like now is a time when everyone is at the same time simultaneously self-isolating and there's just like a lot of talk around like what to be doing with your time and I think now would be a good time to be focusing on your like working on yourself if that's where you're at and I feel like a lot of there's no time when you shouldn't be doing that like you should always be working on yourself so I'm wondering for you um, why do you think it's important to work on yourself when it comes in regards to finding dick I think, like, who you are is the foundation to everything that you do. What you believe about yourself is the foundation to everything that you do. So if you believe positive things about yourself, you will show up in the world in a positive way. You will give out, radiate positive vibes, and you will set healthy boundaries so people don't just treat you however they want to treat you, right? So when you believe good things about yourself when you know your strengths when you know your worth and you are grounded in that it really just gives you such a beautiful perspective on life and it really just gives you the strength and the motivation and the passion that you need to take action on your dreams and to do those things so i always say like your mind is a battlefield of conflicting forces and it usually works against you mm-hmm. but you can train it to work for you and so I believe that loving yourself, understanding how your mind works and, and working on yourself is so important to making sure that you have the positive mindset that you need to be successful and to live the life that you truly desire. Clicks all around because I am never <laughs> going on in the podcast about the self, the self, like everything I talk about with guests by myself, it always comes back to the self. And I don't know if people get it because for me, I'm like, it doesn't make any sense to be sort like looking for somebody else to, mm-hmm. to be an addition to your life in that way, in an intense way like that, when you don't even know who, who you are, what you want who like what you need. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, so I'm also wondering, do you think that it's important while you're already in a relationship? Because this isn't just for this conversation is not just for people who are finding it's for people who are yeah. already found. Um, yeah. I think it's important to go back to the drawing board and like think about what you want, who you are in terms of dick. Yeah. So I've been in a relationship for nine years, right? And that's that's not an easy thing to do, especially in your twenties. Like I don't know any other twenty something year old who's been in a relationship for nine years. Yeah. And my relationship has been through I've been through different versions of myself in those nine years. I first started off thinking relationships, it's like, oh, I need a guy who's gonna complete me, you know, and who's gonna give me like tell me about new music and introduce me to like new cool trends and like, you know, make me a better person, blah, blah, blah. And it's like no like you just put all these expectations you put all your expectations of happiness and everything and that responsibility onto your partner and it just does not work you have to go into a relationship knowing who you are and what you bring to the table so if somebody tries to treat you badly you can set healthy boundaries and you can stand up for yourself and be like actually no like I know my worth. I know, I know what I love about myself. And if you can't see that in me, then you're not the right person for me. I think a lot of the times women go into relationships, like 
trying to play it nice and play it calm so that the guy doesn't like run away or like the guy doesn't think they're crazy or too demanding or things like that and it's like no you have to show up as your full self and if they if they can't accept you for that then bye like you know you have to be the priority not the other person um do you reckon that that's like difficult do you feel like because what you're saying is just facts yes but i feel Mm -hmm. like for a lot of people we aren't geared i don't know if it's natural or if we've been taught to not live that way to not like do you know what i mean you think it's a hard thing to do um it's no it's not a hard thing to do you just have to know what to do and do it Mm -hmm. i think once you once you are awake because a lot of people are on autopilot, right? They're not awake to their greatness. They're not awake to their gifts. If you tell us, if, if, if I ask someone, okay, tell me about your strengths. They're like, oh, strengths, like looking up at heaven, hoping something drops down. If I say, tell me what you're not so good at, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so bad at this. I'm, I'm really bad at cooking. I talk too much. Da, da, da. People think I'm awkward. Da, 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 da. And it just rolls off your tongue, right? That was me five years ago till I realized I have the power of choice to decide what aspects of myself I focus on. And it is my responsibility to find out what my gifts are and what I'm good at doing. So I think it's really, it, it, is, it is easy to love yourself. Um, it's a journey. It's not just like you wake up one day and you're like, yes, I'm confident and killing it. No, that's not how it works. It's a step you have to take every single day when you wake up. But the, the joy you get from it, the fulfillment you get from it, the confidence you get from it is so exciting that you just want to keep going and going and going. So I think it's more about you have to make an intentional decision um to focus on yourself and to learn about yourself and to understand your emotions and how they work like okay now that i think about it a lot of people tend to run away from facing their emotions and from really diving into themselves so from that aspect it can be quite difficult but it's all about the way you look at it and all about your perspective right Mm -hmm. for me learning about my emotions and learning more about myself excites me because I've taught myself to be excited by that. People who run away from their emotions are afraid what connecting with their emotions will bring. And so they're afraid of that uncertainty. But it's like, you can't be strong, you can't be resilient if you don't go through challenging situations, right? And I want to be strong, I want to be resilient. So I'm going to go through the pain of going through my emotions and then I'm going to come out of the other side stronger and that just means I have a better life. So why wouldn't I do that? It makes perfect sense. But I've trained my mind to think like that. I feel like I'm talking to Oprah right now. (laughs) 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 Everything you're saying is so true and I know that I know... I feel like it's a privilege to have this perspective. I don't feel like a pe- lot of people are awake, but like, I feel like, let's just say like we know there's value in this. And obviously that would translate in all of your like different avenues in your life. So like, obviously relationships will benefit from this, but then how do you get to that point where you're like, okay, I want to become awake. Like, what can I, what can you do when you want to become more in tune with your emotions and to know yourself, but you don't really know how to. What would you say? Okay, so the first thing is your strengths, right? And if if there's anyone listening to this who wants help with this, please do get in touch with me after you listen to this episode. So there's, I have like a special worksheet to help people 
discover what their strengths are and what they're passionate about and what their values are those are like the three foundations strengths passions and values right so when it comes to your strengths what what are you naturally good at what energizes you what do people compliment you for so like people will say oh tiwa thank you so much for being so encouraging um or the talk that you gave was amazing. You're so good at public speaking. These are the things you need to pay attention to. So my top strengths are communication, like my speaking, my listening, like being able to connect with people on an emotional level. I'm very, like, I'm a problem solver. I'm very strategic in my thinking. All of these things I've learned and I've taken them on as my strengths, right? And so the questions I've asked myself, like, what comes naturally to me? Like, when you're doing something, do you feel energy leaving? your body like you're drained or do you feel energy rising in from your body and be super excited afterwards like after i give a talk i can't sleep like a lot of people think i should be drained but i'm like oh my gosh what what can i do next what can i do next because i have so much energy and momentum in um in my body and so i think you need to understand what are your strengths what are you good at doing what do people compliment or praise you for um and what are some of your big accomplishments in life right so that's one the second thing is what are you passionate about so what sets your heart on fire what uh what are you always talking about if someone woke you up in the middle of the night and asked you to talk about this topic you would happily do that um what makes you really angry? What upsets you? Because you can all, you can find beauty in what makes you angry. Like what makes me angry is seeing women who are too afraid and too insecure to show up in life and live the life that they truly desire. That makes me want to cry. And so I have so much energy and passion to do something about it. Um, and then what are your values? What is important to you? Um, and why? Why is it important to you? Because if you know your values and you honor your values, you make choices of according to those values, you will be confident and live a fulfilled life. So I think you always want to live your life in the intersection of where your strengths, your passions and your values all meet, because that is where you are your most powerful um, and confident self. I'm, I'm like here, my instinct is to get my pen and write down, but I'm like, no, this is being recorded, Daisy, relax. <laughs> <laughs> that is so real. That is so, and I've been like, in this time of self-isolation, blah, blah, I've been listening to a lot of like Eckhart Tolle and like, yeah, stuff like that. I'm really trying to find, or just, I don't, I'm trying to be real and to acknowledge the fact that I am not like at step one or step zero. Like I know Mm -hmm. it's a journey. I need to Mm -hmm. honor that. But like, I feel Mm -hmm. like this conversation and not just for me, for people listening, this will be impactful and people need to be listening to stuff like this. Yeah, 100%. Um, I'm wondering then, what do you think the importance um, on setting clear intentions when finding dick is? Do you think that it's important to set clear intentions? Oh, it's always important to set clear intentions um, about what you want. But I think... Relationships are always, yeah, they're always quite difficult to navigate because you're getting to know someone and you're also getting to figure out yourself as well. So like, I'm sure you might have spoken about this on your podcast, like love languages, right? Mm -hmm. And like, do you know about the five love languages? I actually haven't spoken about it in my podcast, but I see it around and I haven't actually figured, I haven't done the, the quiz, the test yet. 
Yeah, you need to um, you need to do the quiz. So I actually did that with my partner. Um, And so the five love languages are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time and physical touch. So the key is to love people the way they want to be loved, not the way you want to love them, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, acts of service for me is like one of my big love languages. Like I love people because I go above and beyond for people. If somebody is like selfish with their time and can't help me out with stuff when I need it, because I rarely ask for stuff, um, but when I need help, And if somebody can't be there to do something for me, then that kind of rubs me off the wrong way. So for me, I know that when I go into a relationship, like if I look for those things, like are they there for me when I need them the most? Do they show up for me to support me? Um, You know, if they're not doing the things that are my love languages, I think everybody has two choices because there's, you know, there's that whole debate of should you build a man or not? Like, you know, like should you teach a man or train a man or whatever? Yeah. And I'm just like, no one is perfect, first of all, but you have to be intentional about saying what is important to you in a relationship or when you're dating someone, you've got to bring it to the forefront. What matters to you and what do you look for? Mm. Because if you're not, then the person will just kind of like do whatever. And then you'll have all these expectations of how you want your ideal man to be. And he has no idea what those expectations are. And he's just over there being himself. Right. And then you end up, um, the reason why a lot of relationships fail is because of expectations. They have expectations on each other and the other person is failing to meet those expectations. So you do need to know what you want and let the other person know what you want as well. You can't just assume that they should know. They're not a mind reader, yeah. right? We always think our partners are mind readers. Like, you should know me by now. No. No, no. Everybody's mind is so complex. If you want something in a relationship, state it. Be clear with it so that the other person knows and then you can work to it together. If you state what you want and the other person's like, no, I'm not really feeling that, then you know maybe this isn't the person you should be with. Which is why, like, what you're saying is going back to the initial thing that we were talking about, which is knowing yourself. You can't go and tell somebody what you want if you don't know what you want or need. It's so important for you to be um, working on yourself, like, continuously. So you can, in when finding a date or when you found it, to then translate that over to the next person. Otherwise, you're just going to... This is giving me PTSD because when I'm thinking... (laughs) When I'm thinking back to my um, past relationship, which was a long time ago, I was, I, was, I was a baby. But when I think back to that, like, I don't think we we did that, which is why there was always, like, disputes and, like, arguing and, like, it's just, it's just terrible. I also think that sometimes, like, I, I don't think any relationship is wasted. I think you do need to go through those bad relationships to learn more about yourself and what you want in a relationship, right? Yes. But then it, it gets to a point where you say enough is enough and then you pursue what you actually want. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like my first ever relationship was, bang, beautiful, nine years. No, I've been through a couple of relationships before my relationship now. And I learned so much um, from all the different guys that I've dated. So so when I came into this relationship with my current boyfriend, I knew exactly the kind of man that I wanted to be with. Um, 
So yeah, I think you do have to experiment. It's natural. You're not just going to go into your first relationship and it's going to be perfect, but Mm -hmm. it's about what are you learning from those relationships and how can you implement what you've learned into your next relationship? So you're not just going around in a vicious cycle of dating the wrong guys all the time. That is real. And for anybody listening, because I know that a lot of people, when they talk about the relationships, even me just now, like you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, that was trash. But absolutely not. Even I know that I learned so much from the those treacherous years <laughs> from that <laughs> one year of like ups and downs. Yeah. I learned yeah. so much. Um, so it's, and which is, which leads me on to my next thing, which is as well as setting clear intentions, what do you, how, how important do you think it is to kind of know the kind of person that you need to a T? Because Tony Robbins, I'm guessing you know Tony Robbins, he's like edgy. Mm-hmm. He um, talks a lot about, no, he didn't talk. I've seen a talk of him saying that you should have like a list of like all the qualities that you want in your future dick or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that? I mean, like, so writing down the qualities of what you're looking for like yeah. in the relationship and okay yeah i think that goes back to the whole intentionality thing and being clear of what you want and what you don't want and it comes back to like setting boundaries um i think there's extremes if you have your list because a lot of people will use that to be like oh i have the perfect list and if he doesn't tick all the boxes then you know I'm not, I'm not being in that relationship. But then again, that's not realistic. No one is perfect. So you can have all the boxes you want in the world, but then at the end of the day, what really matters? Like, you know, like for example, okay, no, I'm not (laughs) going to use that example. I'm not going to use that example, but I just feel like my boyfriend might not tick all the boxes on my list, but the things that he shows respect communication, you know, emotions being able to like talk and connect on a deeper level are so much more important than all the superficial boxes I had in the beginning of what I think a guy should be ticking so I think have an idea of what you want but be flexible with that don't pursue that whole this is my perfect guy because no one will ever meet those standards they will always do something wrong that does not meet those standards so you have to be um flexible and open to realize like no one is perfect and everyone is human so yes I have the ideal guy but let it be less around looks and things and more around character so character overlooks any day because you know good looks will fade but you know character is something that goes the long run so I think don't compromise on the person's character if they're a good person, if they're loving, if they know how to communicate, these are the kind of important things you should be. How do they manage money? All of these things. These are the important things you want to be looking out for. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Oh, that's good. So um, <laughs> what do you reckon? Like, what are your thoughts on quarantine dating? And <laughs> you're not in that position to have to be quarantine dating. Uh, I don't, I mean, it, what is the difference? Is it not just the same? Like you just can't see each other physically, but that's, there's, do you not think that, that's, that's a huge element that's been taken out. Do you feel like that needs to, people should wait or do you think that people should be doing all of this zoom dating and house party dating? I think they should, because I think 
a lot of the times when you're dating in real life, there's so much physical pressure to be like, oh, oh my gosh, you've been on three dates and he hasn't tried to sleep with you yet. Or like you haven't kissed yet. Like, oh my gosh, maybe you guys don't have chemistry or da, 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 da. And it's like all of that pressure gets taken away about the physicality of how quickly you guys move forward. Um, and I think it's almost like love is blind in a weird way. I've been thinking. <laughs> it's like love is blind, but you don't get to have sex with the person until like four months down the line, you know, yeah. <laughs> which I think is quite good because I think like a lot of like, not just women, but a lot of people get into the relation into relationships and they just kind of get clouded by good sex. And then it's like, okay, he could be treating you badly, but the sex is good. Like sex doesn't mean anything if there's a lack of respect in your relationship. It's very true. But mm-hmm, clicks, click. <laughs> I've been um, thinking about it, not just for myself, but just as a, as a, like as a thing, as a concept that people, anyone who is trying who is finding dick and is open to dating they need they really should try and utilize this time to if they want something of substance this is the time because yeah. you don't have that pressure of like oh like awkward like meeting in real life i feel like that's a, a big thing for people you don't have that awkwardness of like the physical stuff and like mm-hmm. you know it's just like you are just you and them across yeah. the screen and you're talking yeah. Yeah, I think it's a great way to build emotional connection as well, you know, because like you're literally just seeing their face and like that, like there's no distractions, you know, it's just literally who they are and you see parts of their face, but it's more, it's more like who they are as a person. Do they make you laugh? Like you're not just going to keep going on Zoom calls with a guy who you're bored of speaking to, like, you know, so I think we can be a lot more intentional and like picky about who we decide to let into our lives and into this space you know it's true and you don't have the pressure of feeling like oh my god I, um i i'm gonna have to tell him I'm, i don't want to see him again you can literally just be like babes so yeah so funny um so what do you as somebody who has who is in a relationship what advice would you give to people now who are like separated from their partners who they usually would be seeing all the time do you have any advice for that <laughs> i mean i i live at home alone so i'm not even with my partner but now more than ever you have to make the effort uh so facetiming calling like we facetime every day every day at least once a day um and like we'll always check in with each other during the day but like this is stuff we were doing anyways right like i don't think much has to change i mean you miss them more because you miss that physicality and you just want to hug them and kiss them or whatever but i think also knowing that this is not forever this is just a temporary situation we're all in and life is going to go back to normal okay so there's no point freaking out about you never seeing your partner again. That's not true. Like you will see them again. And when you do see them get excited because it's going to be amazing and you'll, you guys will have that, your beautiful connection again. And you know, it's like distance makes the heart grow fonder. Um, yeah. 
to make your vagina grow fonder as well. So, you know, I mean, you might as well just build up all that momentum so you finally see each other and then just get straight to it. I was going to bring that up. I was like, also, for those in a relationship, this is the time where you get that sexy lingerie out. <laughs> see, I'm terrible at that. I cannot do that to save my life. I just, I just can't. Like, I'm lyrically dry in that area of sexting. You know, <laughs> there's, there's ways that you can. Well, do you feel like it's something that you want to work on? No. No, then it's not that deep. I just find it too cringe. Like, it's just like you build up all that momentum, then what? Like, well, you can then. There's yeah. ways you build up the momentum, but then you can also release the momentum virtually. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> and if anyone who wants to do that, obviously that's an option. I've been seeing a lot of, um, like I've been reading a lot of articles around this, and people are being creative, not just with the sex stuff, but like um, with dates. Like they're going on like virtual museum tours. They're what? going, yeah, they're like doing like food dates. So like the person will order for the next person, and you don't know what's coming. Food. the different things like that so there's ways if you're out there already in a relationship or um look like dating just google like ideas and stuff but i think the key is to keep the momentum going and the juices flowing yeah and if someone's not making an effort in this time then okay so there's two things about this if someone like again with expectations because i was listening to a webinar like uh, for couples who are stuck in the house together in quarantine like a lot of like breakups happen after this season and in china like there was like a high divorce rate after everyone came out of quarantine because it's like oh my gosh you're stuck in the house with this person but i think there's also the expectations of like oh my gosh like they should be doing more to take care of me and they should be doing more to check in with me but then if somebody's not making any effort at all during this time when it's like everyone's going through like you know crazy shit and they're not even being bothered to try and make sure like there's still some engagement and, and excitement in your dating or conversation then it's like is this the kind of person you really want to be in like when everyone's going through trauma they're just like ghosting and like you know that's not that great either so you want to try and find a middle ground where you're not putting super high expectations on this person to be like sending you surprise flowers and things like that you know like people are dealing with their own situations right um but you also want to hold people accountable like they should be making some sorts of efforts which goes down to the most cliche but most um, core thing when it comes to relationships and dating, which is communication. You need to communicate. Like, I feel like in these times, you need to communicate what you would like in this time, but you also have to be receptive to hearing what the other person is saying and then find, like, a nice middle ground. Otherwise, them divorce rates are going to... <laughs> yeah literally literally i think it's a good thing that the divorce the no it's not a good thing that divorce rates are happening are going higher but i do think it's this is a good time for people are going to realize what actually matters in a relationship i think yes yes and people are going to realize like a lot of the a lot of the reasons why they got into a relationship whether it's superficial whether it's just for the sex those aren't the things that actually hold a relationship together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, real, the stuff that you were saying. 
Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's a matter of choice. Like if you actually want to be in a relationship for the long run and you actually want to find a guy who, you know, you make it work with that person, you have to be quite tight, like tight assed in the beginning, right? Because you have to, it's like going for a job interview. You have to interview the person the company just as much as they're interviewing you if you just go into any job like oh they picked me yes i've made it i'm in and you don't even question what's their culture like what's the work going to be like what's the team like da, 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 all of that then you're setting yourself up for failure so i think a lot of women get excited by being chosen by a man and society has ingrained this in all of us right it's not just like oh you you should feel bad if that's how you feel no the movies the media our parents everything is all about a man picking you and you just being so happy that you've been picked and you're not the last right but actually it's the other way around he should be happy that you said yes, not you being excited that you've been picked. Mm-hmm. And I think the moment I realized that, that just turned all my, like all the relationships for me that have failed have been when I've been excited that I've been picked by the man. And now in my nine year relationship, I went in there saying, boy, he is lucky he has me, right? And now I've gone and been in a relationship for nine years. So again, it's just about your perspective, how you see yourself and your worth. It's so true. Can- and that's where like your, what you do is so important because it puts, and yeah. that's why this conversation is important as well, because the emphasis is on the self and building yourself, building your confidence and then understanding your worth so that what, when you go and pursue whatever it is that you want romantically, yeah. you're already whole. Like as you, you yeah. mentioned in your, um, the event that I went to of yours, like the importance of understanding that you're not a half that's coming and meeting another half that's BS. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. You mm. get more value when a whole and a whole meet rather than a half and a half. That's, that's the, if you're a half and you are, you're, you're seeing yourself as a half, please delete Tinder, delete. Because <laughs> <laughs> you need to work on yourself. There is absolutely yeah. no reason why you should be a half. That doesn't make any yeah. sense. Yeah. And this is why now in self-quarantine, self-isolation, we should be working on ourselves. Yeah. Absolutely. One book that I read when I was working on myself, uh, when I started this journey five years ago was um, 15 Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. Um, So I really recommend that book to anyone who just wants to understand what does growth look like? Because I always thought growth came with age. Like, oh, when I'm 25, I'll be grown and I'll be working in a job and da, 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 da. But it's like, no, I know some 30 year olds who are still immature as fuck. Like, it's not growth doesn't come with age you have to be intentional about your personal growth you have to read you have to listen to podcasts you have to educate yourself one we're not taught in school how to do personal growth why because the people who are successful the people who are going to rise above and win in life are the people who go out of their way to invest in their personal growth if they taught it to everybody then we would have a lot more equal society because everybody's investing and growing and we'll have like cumulative goodness but the way capitalism works is that only a few people can be at the top so in school they distract us with all these other things that we never use in the real world and they will never make personal growth a compulsory thing because if everyone's woke then they can't get away with all the shit that they currently get away with 
So, you know, so it's like, if you want to be, not that you, you want to be better than everyone else, no, but if you want to live the life that you truly desire, if you want to be successful and grow, you have to invest in yourself. And that's just facts. Please, anyone who just is listening, this <laughs> is bars. <laughs> this is like in my head, like, and I've always thought these thought that, and hearing yeah. thing, it has just like, um, like reassured me that it's true. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, as Eckhart Tolle says, he's my new guru right now. <laughs> become awake, just wake up, and just realize yeah. that you've got you are worthy and like work on yourself and then that's when when you are working on your journey to building yourself now if you're finding dick mm. well you've already found dick that's when like the true connection and like lasting sustaining relationships are going to be built yeah um one of my favorites uh quotes and I, uh, this is by india ari she said you matter simply because you exist and I really love that because it just shows you like your worth doesn't depend on whether you have a boyfriend or not, where you come from, how much money you have, what job you have. You matter simply because you exist. And when you move in the world, when you show up in the world as somebody who has worth, regardless of what other people think of you, no one can take your worth away. It just gives you such a sense of power and confidence that you can just be yourself and no one can touch you, you know? It's very true. And so when you understand that, have that true understanding, and then yeah. you meet, it just affects everything. Like you won't then allow yourself to be in a relationship with somebody who's trash. That's impossible. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But, yeah and you won't be in a relationship and not um, be expecting or be communicating what you require from the other person because it's, 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 an, it's essential. If you want a relationship to work, you need to communicate. Mm-hmm. Like it just bleeds into everything when you have this understanding yeah yeah oh i'm inspired (laughs) (laughs) me too i'm like damn sis like i mean i i knew i I gave good advice but like i'm basically a relationship guru now (laughs) 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 but on that note give the um for us who are still on our journey i think we'll always be on our journey and i'm not even phrase it like that just for us who are wanting to continue on our journeys what's practical like you've already given us a book do you have a podcast and a youtube channel that you would suggest to peeps Mm, um i do not have a youtube channel to suggest oh yes i do um impact theory oh i love him wait impact theory is the yeah 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 him I learned a lot from him in the early stages uh, when it was still called Impact Theory, but I think it's called, oh no, now it's fully called Impact Theory. It was called something else before. Mm-hmm. Um, he was doing like nutrition bars, but then this whole Impact Theory thing was a side gig and it just took off. So I think that's what he's doing full time now. So Impact Theory, um, Tom Bilyeu, um, and then School of Greatness. I'm sure you know that one. He's really good as well um let me see what other podcasts i listen to oh i love girl boss by sofia amoroso so she does like loads of businessy kind of things i'm gonna suggest um for youtube 
if you want to be shouted at and to be screamed at, then go for Gary V because he will whip. Oh yeah, Gary V. Oh, how can I forget Gary V? <laughs> He's kind of scary, but like the 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 sentiment and the truth is there when he talks. Yeah, and I also love Happy Not Perfect podcast um, by Poppy Jamie um, because I think you need to understand how your mind works and you need to understand your your emotions and practical things you can do and she talks a lot about like you know um wellness and well-being and not pursuing perfectionism and i heard brene brown also just launched a podcast yeah can you imagine so we need to check that out i haven't looked at it yet but yes because i'm always like searching for the things that she's in like features. yeah yeah well, she has now that's insane but i think it's it's good like find what works for you if books on your thing try podcasts try youtube but you have to have something right when i started this journey i was so shocked so my mom gave my siblings and i the book 15 laws of growth as a present and i was the only one who read it out to my siblings they were just like mm, nah you know yeah. but it's like but when I then told them about what was in the book, when it was coming from me, they were like, oh, wow, yeah, I love that. And I was like, why didn't you just read the book? And they were like, nah, you know? So that's when I knew there was a case for people like me who were getting all of this information from all these different places to bring it all together in a brand and share that knowledge with people so that they could consume it as well even though it was coming from me and I might not be the original source. Some of the stuff I've thought of myself, but I've learned a lot from all of these great teachers, right? So I think if books are not your thing, find what is your thing, but you, you, it is so important to be learning new things and new ways of thinking because your beliefs will hold you back if you don't update them, right? Our minds are like a computer and we need to update our software. If you put in bad code, you're going to get our bad code. You're going to get out bugs and viruses and, and slow running software. If you put in good code into your mind, you're going to get efficiency and, and fast running softwares and like, you know, be able to produce things. And you need to be able to up, upgrade your thoughts and your belief system. And so reading all these books and listening to all these podcasts has helped me upgrade what I believe about myself and literally just changed my life really you know when they say that the universe will give you what will give you things when you attract mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying like when you put out yeah. something the universe yeah. like this conversation right now is going to be great for people who are listening but for me personally on a selfish tip my, <laughs> <laughs> this is literally what I need right now like I've like this week specifically, I've been like, okay, do you know what? Just work on yourself. I even just bought a book. It just came today called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F Have you read it? Oh, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. it. I do really like that book, but yeah. You didn't or you did? I didn't. No. I, I don't know. I just, I, maybe I, I, his tone or his vibe. I don't know. I just read like the first one or two chapters and I was like, mm. But yeah. I've heard it's good, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to read it. I'll let you know if it's exactly. working. Yeah, exactly. But um, just like, I just feel like I'm in a sense, you know, like, sometimes you can't force people to go on, on a journey of, like, becoming awake. But once it, it hits, like, I feel like the universe will start bringing the books, the podcasts, the people to you. So this right now is, the, is one of the things.
Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. And I, I love finding people who appreciate these things too. Like, I just want to, because I feel like a lot of people think, oh, like, oh, millennials don't care about this kind of stuff and it's all for older people. But my mission is to try and bring this to people in a fun way. And that's why I like, I post my videos on Instagram and things like that, because um, I know that's where people are. That's where us young people are. And so I want to bring that positive content to the places where people are naturally consuming negative content and just yeah. be that in that area. So I always love meeting like people who do care about their personal growth and really want to invest in themselves. And I think we all need to get together and just like build such a strong community. Honestly, honestly, yeah. which is why I appreciate what you do. And I think lots of other people, of course, like you have a really great following who appreciate what you're doing. So it's really cool. Thank you. Thank so, you. On that note, let the people know where they can find you, what your like your events, all of that stuff. Tell them. Uh, so at the moment, I'm running some really awesome online masterclasses, um, and they're just ten pounds to attend, which is amazing. And I give the practical sheets. So everything I said about the strengths, the values, um, your passions, I have worksheets for all of that, which people who come to the masterclasses get access to. Um, so if you want to take this first step to discover who you are, what your strengths are, definitely, definitely sign up to the masterclasses on my website. So my website is www.confidentandkillingit.com. So pretty simple. And if you go to the events page, you'll see all my online classes there. And then um, if anyone wants to get into personal coaching, you can also book a taster session on my website as well. So um, I do personal coaching around mindset, confidence, uh, mental health, and just overall and business coaching as well and overall well-being. Um, and then on Instagram, you can follow me at Tiwalola, so T-I-W-A-L-O-W-L-A and at Confident and Killing It as well. So yeah, that's me. Amazing. Thank you. So, honestly, we'll talk after this, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for this conversation. And everybody who's listening, go and follow the ads. Go to www.confidentinkillingit.com and get all the things. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. This was so much fun. It was. <laughs> We have come to the end of the episode. Do you guys feel changed? Like I did. If the answer was yes, let us know. We want to have conversations with you. Do you know what I'm saying? It's lonely out here. It is lonely. Let me not even go into it. Let me not even do that. But yes, let's definitely continue this conversation. Because I don't want it to stop. And I'm sure you don't want it to either. Stay tuned for next week's Finding Dick Uncut episode, which is going to be me delving deep on my quarantine escapades so far. It's going to be fun. So stay tuned. Anyway, that is all for this episode. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Stay inside. Unless it's for dick. Joking. Joking. That is a very, that is a joke. Do not do that. Keep your butt inside. Unless it's to go to Sainsbury's to get some wine. But other than that, Stay inside. <laughs> yeah, catch you in the next episode. And of course, may your quest to find Dick be ever in your favour. <laughs>